Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Also, welcome back to Probably a Podcast. We've got Anna Grace on the ones and twos. On the ones and the twos. And we're really grateful for that because, listen, um, I got a lot to talk about with the live show. Thank you fuck for Anna Grace being in my life but basically um I couldn't do this without her and I'm, I'm nearing we're very close to the season break with the um with probably a podcast I know you hate to see me go but when I tell you the season break always comes right when I'm about to have an absolute creative meltdown and be like get on this tv screen whatever you're watching me on listening to me on whatever and just be like beep beep boop bop beep boop I have nothing to say so we're, we're nearing that point and I just am like in, in overload with my brain. So I'm really thankful that Anna Grace is here because when she's here, I can literally just gab and talk forever. We just got the gift of gab. We do have the gift of gab. And, and as soon as we got on, because at first, sorry, there was like a literal fly that just like flew inside my nose. I don't know. If you see me swatting on camera right now. Like, get it out of there. Get out of here. Uh, You're always swatting a fly on Joshua camera. Tree, I like. And I took a selfie and there was literally a fly on my boob. I was taking a selfie and it was resting on my nipple. And I was like, ma'am, there's a no. fly on my nipple. The way that we literally were like, let's look back at the photos. And I was like, is that a fly on your areola? And you were like, <laughs> yes. yes. There were everywhere, everywhere in Joshua Tree. I mean, I said it before and I'll say it again. Now that the the brand deal itself was amazing. I love Smart Water and I love what they were doing. And I loved the trip because you guys were there. But like, I'm not entirely sure I would go back to Joshua Tree. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't it know. It was really I, cool to experience. I was thinking, I think uh, it had gotten really hyped up in my head. And then we were just so tossed out in the middle of nowhere with no car. I still to this day, I'm laughing about how I posted a TikTok about my shrimp birthday cake. And everyone's like, what weird diet is this? And I'm like, no, no, no. I, <laughs> Shannon had to put candles in a piece of shrimp because we did not have a car to get a birthday cake. This was not like a low carb the, hack. They're like, they're like diet cultures out of control. You're like, no, first of all, we just love shrimp. Second of all, it's not about that. It's not like literally it's all not. we had was shrimp. And also like as soon as Shannon did it, I just thought it was really funny. <laughs> shrimp cake. It is funny. I will put a candle on anything, anything. If you can put a candle on something, it's immediately a celebration. Immediately. It really is. Except for lately, you know, you did see my latest post on <laughs> on how um what? how i saw on tiktok tiktok's really gotten out of control with the things that it's telling me how singing happy birthday is an aging spell it's like <gasps> oh my gosh let's talk about that okay i'm obsessed with this Anna Grace just turned 30. Uh, we love every second about it. We, okay, we have so many, you know what? We came on this podcast and I was like, what are we going to chat about? And then I'm like, we have so many things. Okay, we have so many you things just turned about. 30. And mm. the last time we talked was in, was it in Joshua Tree? I think maybe, maybe we've had one since then, but either way, you were turning 30. You were telling us your intentions. You were so excited. Give us the update. Um, we kind of did a little bit of this, the live show when oh, I brought yeah. you on stage, but the podcast listeners will not be here for the, for the live show unless you come to a live show, which please do because we still have tickets available. Always plug in a grace. Sorry, briefly, let me interrupt you because we have tickets still available for Washington, for New York, for Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas, <laughs> baby. We got Dallas, Houston, Austin. Then we got Chicago. Yeah. Let me tell you something about Chicago. I did not realize the venue that I'm performing is double the size of Nashville and I was like oh my god that's scary so if you live in Chicago can you please come to the show and make me less scared and we've got LA we've got LA Oh my so gosh. those are all the tickets and they're still available. So please hop on and buy them. But okay, sorry, you were telling me that you, um, we were on the live show and you were turning 30 and I was saying, what were your intentions? They were amazing. They were all to be basically just naked free and in love with yourself. And I love that very much. 
<laughs> in our uh, self-obsessed era in the best way possible. I was. I was. In the best way possible. I was naked swimming around. It was actually, <laughs> this was so funny. There was a nude beach in Anna Maria Island. Anna Maria Island, as Shannon was saying. Anna Maria Island. <laughs> My aunt owns it. <laughs> Everyone was like, I, I thought it was Anna Maria. I was like, yeah, but I like when Shannon says it. It sounds more regal. Okay. There, it's Anna Maria. It's Anna Maria. There was a nude beach, but we did not know to get to the nude beach. You actually need to take a boat. And so we didn't have a boat. And so I get out there. It's my birthday. Also, like, is it a nude beach if you have to travel by boat to it? Like, come on. Like, then then you just got some people that are just really passionate about being nude because they, like, took a boat to get there. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to be on the island with them. Yeah, no. No, they were. And, like, we did, like, a little jet ski tour. And they pointed it out to us. Like, oh, there's the nude beach. And the guy's like, yeah, don't you see all those asses on the boats? I mean, I'm like, where? I like, I really didn't see anything. <laughs> Where? How long you like, let me get my monocle out. Oh no, the guys that were on the beach are listening to this right now. Like, surely you saw something, right? <laughs> something, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so that inspired me. It's not that small. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying there. <laughs> it's not that small. So I wanted. I was inspired because I knew it was like a socially acceptable norm, essentially happening around the area. So I was like, it's fine. So we go out in the area. In the area, it's close. I was close enough. We go out, the water is so clear, so beautiful. I swim out and I'm like, listen, it was our other two best friends, Sam and Tiana, they're a married couple. And Sam Love is a, them. for you guys listening, Sam is a uh, manager of content creators and Tiana's also a content creator. So everybody's just like down to fucking clown. So we swim out there. Yes. The, the most rigid person of the bunch is Austin. I, I swim out there and I'm like, listen, I'm just going to go ahead and get naked. And he's like, Babe, this is a public beach. And there are people like close to us. Like, it's not like we were in the like, a right. private area. I was like, it's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm underwater. You can't really see anything. Do you know what taking your top off and feeling your boobs just float to the surface feels like? I mean, it's liberation. Absolutely freeing. The most freeing experience of my life. I really want everyone to just get naked mm-hmm. for their birthday. Please. But here's the Can thing. I tell you something? Your boobs are so buoyant, though. <laughs> like, I just know for a fact that you you probably had a much more liberating experience than I would experience. Like, yours would just feel like, oh, my God, these are, like, bringing me to the surface. I feel closer to the elements. I would, like, probably sink like a rock. They'd be like, bitch, those titties ain't holding nobody up. No. You know what? You'd be surprised. I mean, it's all, we're floaty. We're basically water. You know, it's fine. <laughs> You would look incredible. Okay, okay. I'm in. I'll try it. I'll give it a whirl. Well, this was the part that got a little dicey. Boobs were buoyant. The rest of me was kind of sinking. And I needed to get out deep enough so that no one could see my naked body, right? So Tiana... Right, because you weren't on the actual nude beach. Right. So I'm just swimming out in the ocean, just a miss amongst a crowd of people naked. And I'm just taking my top off. Tiana is just committed to snapping photos at all costs waves are slapping her in the face i'm like i'm trying to like but you can't tell i'm naked because it's just like my head and my body's underwater and i'm like no i want everyone to see some ass and some pits yeah we're like right now anna grace this is beautiful and stunning and i know you feel really (laughs) relaxed but we're just seeing nipple and nose No, not even nipple. I was like trying to lift those things up. I'm like, I just want to show people a little bit. Let them know I'm young and wild and free. So that's when Tiana. I was like, Austin, get in the shot. Okay, you guys, here's the thing. Austin gets in the shot. He's like lifting me up. It looks like, and also Austin is so tan. That man gets so, so, so tan. You also, you and I both, you get tan naturally. You really do. But like, obviously, obviously I don't. (laughs) And so, but we both do suffer the like wonderfully horrible fate of dating men who just get like absolutely mahogany dresser brown tan. Like so brown. It's hard to keep up with. It's really hard to keep up with. So like my pale white boob is floating. Austin's just absolute tannest version of his body is holding me up. And that way you could like, my body was laying back. You guys can see the picture on my Instagram. You could like see kind of like an eloquently like shot. I look back and I'm like, why does it, it look was like- stunning. Thank you. But like in some of them, I'm like, why does it look like Austin is like my shaman who's like baptizing me for the first time in the ocean. He was, he oh, was helping 30s. you enter your thirties. He's like, I've been here, baby. Literally. Welcome to your 30s. I will dunk you into your 30s. 
Truly, that's like it, it looked like a, like a spiritual experience, and like little unbeknownst to everyone, it was actually like very chaotic. And it cut a lot of people commented, being like, "It looks like you're wearing a white bikini because I was so white exhausted." <laughs> I'm like, I was naked. I was naked. Anyways, I was naked. I was naked in there. That is so funny. I, I mean, I would probably be like my brain goes so opposite of like eloquent and sexy. I'd be like, babe, let's both be naked and let's play chicken and I'll put little black marks over our like private parts. <laughs> Wait, but I, that would actually be a good idea. I like that. I mean, you guys. All right, next. 31. <laughs> 31. That's what we're all going to do. I would love to do like a, a big group naked shot. You know what? Mike. Mike has a birthday wish for oh, all of us to go. Nobody would love that together. more than Mike. Mike is obsessed with the idea that everyone should be ma- naked at all times. Like he, he would love nothing more. And it's, I can't express to you guys. It's not, I know you're going to be like, yeah, right. But it's really not, it does not come off in a sexual way at all. It really, <laughs> he's just like, we should just all be naked. And I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> no, like Mike and I were doing the weirdest behavior after the live show. Cause like, Mike and TT were like a little bit, a little bit turned and I was like sober, but I was just like riding an adrenaline high. And so we were Literally. talking, anybody that was at the show knows that I told a story about taking some nudes and Mike's like, I want to see the nudes. And I'm like, Taylor, can I show him the nudes? Mike is like, I'm Please. like showing a photo of my nudes. Taylor <laughs> is so truly always like, Taylor will tell me something. She's like, Shannon, just show him your boobs. I'm like, I am not. And even <laughs> listening to this right now is going to be like, what? They do threesomes. We're like, no, I swear to God, we don't. Like, literally, though, <laughs> Taylor is just like, she is just the chillest. Like, if, if, if you would have been like, can I show Mike? Your nudes. She would have been like, oh my God, please, please. <laughs> no, they, they were both like, gimme, gimme, gimme. Let me see. You. They're, and they're just like, they're both also just like so secure in themselves and their relationship that they're like, yeah, sure. Show her your fucking boof hole. We don't care. <laughs> boof hole. <laughs> Now that I officially live next door to Taylor, it is so amazing because I can just go over to her house whenever I want and steal her Thrive Market order because I also use Thrive. So we both get her delivered to our house, right? Because getting your groceries delivered is the move. But I just, I've been eating, James be eating. And there's nothing more neighborly than walking over and stealing her bag of Thrive organic coffee beans when I'm out of mine. Okay. So I just love it. We both love Thrive because it cuts out the unnecessary purchases that you tend to make when you're just strolling aimlessly down the aisles. Okay. Some of my favorite brands they have are Amy's. Um, I love their like macaroni and cheese, Four Sigmatic, Primal Kitchen, The Honest Kitchen, and tons more. I'm really visual when it comes to uh, saving and seeing math. You guys know I'm not a mathematician, so I just need to see it. And Thrive Market puts it right there in red and shows you the amount that you're saving on your groceries. And they even tell you the percentage off that it is. You really do get such better prices with Thrive than you would in a normal grocery store too, plus it being way more convenient. My last order had a total savings summary of 34%. Like that's so much. They've also got a price match guarantee, which I love. You can curate the shopping experience to your dietary preferences, gluten-free, keto, whatever you need. Saves you a lot of time if you're trying to like find things specifically to your dietary needs. And I love that. Just boom, right there. But my favorite thing about Thrive Market is knowing that when you join, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join and they give someone who needs help the groceries to feed their families. And I just really, really love when big businesses give back like that. I also have a discount code, of course, for you guys. Join Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash probably for 30% off your first order, plus a $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash probably. Thrivemarket.com slash probably. Okay, so speaking of, let's do a like let's do a little live show recap because it was so fun and I already miss you yes. so much. I want to be at your house with you right now. I miss you so much. It's so hard because... I, you come here and I'm like, I want you to be here all the time. I want you to be upstairs. I want you to live in that little house or house. I want you to live in my, uh, I think they call it a frog. The, the room above the garage. Like, I, like I don't know why they call it a frog or what is room above the garage. Anyways, sounds right front me. room over the garage. That's what it is. Frog. Anyways, I, I, I want you to just really, oh my God. All my, all my friends who had money growing up had a frog. Um, but I'm like, we didn't even have a garage. I'm like, garage, what's that? Um, but I, I basically, we had a carport though. Carports are sick. Um, okay. So I want you here when you're here. I'm like, I want you to live here. I want you to be here forever. But then I will say like when I'm in Florida with you, I'm like, I want to be in Florida. I want to live in Florida. I want to be in Florida on the beach. Like I just want to like swim around with Anna Grace every day. Imagine if every day when we got done with work or whatever the fuck we were doing, which is most likely just boofing around. Well, you have actual work. You do like really legit readings and stuff. But like, imagine we just like walk down to the beach and just swim in the ocean together. Ooh, that would be so fun. 
I'm telling you, I keep Anyways, seeing- I just miss you and I love you so much. I miss you and I love you more. I wish I, we, you guys just need a Florida home and then we can Florida compound down here and then you guys will have your compound in Nashville and that's just really what we need to do. I agree. You guys, we got to make more money. Okay, so (laughs) everyone listening is like, bitch, we all got to make more money. Um, The price price of eggs are crazy. So so basically, you were here. You flew in a couple days early, which was a absolute godsend. I kept being like, "Um, I want to like maybe run through a couple things with you, but truly no pressure. Like, you know, and you were like, Shannon, I came here for this. Like, I, I came here to help you, to help you run through it, to make you less stressed and, you know, to make you less nervous. Because she wasn't saying I was nervous, but I was like, I'm so nervous. And then I had done the live show for Taylor, like a little run through. But it's hard because when you do a run through, you're kind of like, you know, and then I'll say this and then I'll do something like this. And you kind of just like bypass stuff. So when Anna Grace came also Taylor's got three kids so like I wasn't trying to like bog her down for an hour and a half I was just basically trying to give her like the run of the show Anna Grace came here and I was like okay so if you're okay with it if we could just lock the fuck in for about an hour and a half maybe two four three five hours um I'm just gonna like do the whole show and we're gonna time it and she was like it's what I came for let's do it I'm like best friend forever okay so I did that and I don't know how to explain to you guys the way that I felt a physical anvil lift off my chest after I did this for her and like Anna Grace was an absolute participant in the audience during these run-throughs she's laughing she's like we want more like she's like doing things that like hopefully I was hoping at the time like the audience would do I'm like do you think they would laugh at that joke she's like yeah yeah yeah, for sure you just made me feel so so good in a way that I can't explain and I'm just so thankful that you came and you let me do all of that because I was so nervous and then I obviously was like listen for the rest of the shows I'm gonna really try to do this solo like I'm gonna try to have all the live shows just be by myself but I think for this show I would like to pull you up on stage for the confessions and you you were like I am here I will come on stage I will tell a funny story about nudes I will do whatever you want me to do and you were just such a wonderful 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 person to have on stage and I knew the second I got through all of my stories and my like shtick which again I'm not giving anything away if you want to see it come to the live show but I knew once you got on stage I would just feel so comforted and so happy and I did so I just can't thank you enough. I would not and could not have done it without you. And now I just feel so comfortable and happy going forward for all the other shows. And, you know, we talked in the airport ride back when I was driving to the airport and you're like, you got this now. Like, you're not nervous for the next ones, right? I'm like, oh, the next ones are going to be so easy. It was just that first one that I just had to like experience. Yes. Well, it's it's the unknown, you know? And so that's why I'm like so happy I could be there to hold your hand. But I was like, bitch, you got this. And I was also like, if you get on stage and you're like, I don't need you. I'm, I'm mom. I got it. I don't need you. Stay in the crowd. Like I'll stay in the crowd. But if you need me, I'll come up on stage. So it was, it was really fun for me. And also like such a proud moment. I really did tailor. The crowd I, needed you. <laughs> it, it was, it, it felt good to be on stage, honestly, in a way that was not that much pressure for me. Cause it was your show. You know what I mean? I was like, Oh, this is fun. For yeah, me. I know. Cause like, I know when in doubt, when Shannon and I are together, we can make up anything on the fly. Like if we forgot everything, we'd be fine 100% 100% I could have been like like be in like my I call it like robot mode where I'm like beep beep boop bop can't speak anything and if we would have gone there like we would have been fine we would have been like "Eh, we'll figure this out I started like freestyling off your robot I'm like beep bop yeah I got it I know well Shannon Shannon (laughs) told me as soon as I land she was like I was crying so hard to James I'm I'm on the airplane she's like I will be there immediately when you land and you guys know the rules I'm like bitch you don't have to pick me up from the airport like I can uber it's fine well, now I live in Franklin too. So the whole thing is like, you know, even more so like my, it's so funny. My little brother at first, like, I thought he was flying and not driving and I'm on the phone to my mom. Like he knows he has to Uber, right? Like he knows I'm not driving to the airport, which is such a shitty big sister thing to do. Like I should absolutely be there to pick up my little brother. And Dylan <laughs> is the most pure cherub angel of anyone. And I should absolutely do that. But I was like, you know, like I've got a lot going on. Like I have my live show. Like he has to, you know, he has to Uber from the national airport to Franklin. And my mom was like, first of all, relax. Second of all, he's driving seven hours to see you at your live show. And I was like, oh my God, I'm such a bitch I'm such a bitch but with Anna Grace I was like I will be there to pick you up at the airport okay I know you do this really sweet thing where you say like I don't have to pick you up which is a really good friend move you're like I'll Uber I know the drill which I do the same thing like when I landed in Florida with with Mary Carla I wasn't like come drive 30 minutes to pick me up I'm like I know the rules I'm Ubering to you we're adults it's fine but in this situation I was like I'll be there with bells on to pick you up so we can chat I know Shannon was crying to James and she just was going, James, I, I'm sorry. I just need Anna Grace to be here. And I was like, I'm coming. There was nothing he could do. 
<laughs> but you guys, there was nothing you could do. And he is so helpful and lovely. But I was like, I need Anna Grace. Okay, you have to understand. I need her here right now. And he's like, She'll be here soon, baby. She'll be here soon. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Sometimes you just like, and too, like how you you're. It's kind of awkward to put on this performance for your boyfriend. I feel that way about Austin. I'm like, I don't like, I need to do it with like someone that's going to like laugh and cheer and like hype me up, you know, like you just need a girl. You just need a girl. Like there's just one thing about girls and we are both girls, girls. And I just, I love boys so much. Like some might say perhaps too much, but like, I just absolutely don't love them. Like literally eight percent like like they're eight percent y'all are at 92 percent and that is good math because i'm a mathematician but like that is the difference in my love for men and women like i just like love girls so fucking much and i'm just so thankful for like the girls in my life and i just like i'm a girl's girl through and through so like the idea of putting the show on for james was like so we're not doing that james didn't know anything about the show before i did it and it wasn't to be like cute and surprise him but it was because i was like i'm not doing this for you you won't understand like this is for the girls yeah (laughs) this is for the girls this show is for girls if you want to come you can come but like it's not for you if you were a boy and you're at my show i really appreciate you and love you but like it wasn't for you No, I do think all the guys were laughing. There was a couple like um, significant others in the in the audience, and I was like, okay, they're here. We love um, them. But yeah, we did we did all the things. It was really sweet. There right before we went on, Shannon, she was in the bathroom. She's like, I just want to tell you something, but I'm starting to cry. And then Shannon, like, she has tears in her eyes. I'm like, why are you crying? Don't cry. You're like, I don't know. I think like everything just hit me at once. And I'm just so happy you're here. I was like, don't cry. Stop fucking crying. You're gonna make me cry. No, it was. It was literally as if I was back in Ibiza and I was doing Molly the right way, which as you know, if you listen to this podcast, I have finally done Molly the correct way. And apparently when you do Molly, you just like genuinely feel so like thankful and happy for everyone around you. And I felt like I was like absolutely on nothing but a couple sips of tequila at this point. And I literally felt so thankful for you that it was so overwhelming that it was like coming a wave crashing over me. And I was in the bathroom and I literally started tearing up and I was about to walk on stage in five minutes. And she's like, oh my God, this is so sweet. You cannot do this right now. You can't do this right now. Okay. <laughs> Tell me later. You cannot do this right now. And I was like, yeah, no, I can't. I'm just really thankful you're here. Okay. And she's like, okay, I love you. Just to suck them up fake lashes i'm like right 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 i know i'm like our makeup you're gonna start crying i'm gonna start crying everyone's crying courtney's like get your ass out there we were already like a few we, minutes I, we just walk on stage crying <laughs> everyone's like it's a weird sad little show <laughs> i was like i'm scared i'm like everyone tell me about your childhood trauma <laughs> this isn't what you thought we have a mic going around in the audience <laughs> oh my god what is this podcast it's a finance podcast it's really not but i can't stop saying it okay honestly like one of these days i'm gonna accidentally get shifted into some like finance category and i will be really sad about it okay but i have told you guys that i'm trying to save money i bought a house we got all these things we're buying new cars I got to save money. All right. And the cold hard facts are I am simply always going to have to buy things though. I'm just going to food. Thanks for my necessities for my health. All right. The new house, just everyday items like deodorant, toothpaste, right? You can't not buy those things. We got to have them. And maybe also just a little treat for myself every once in a while. Okay. Like sue me. A girl loves to shop. But the trick that I've been using lately, which you guys are going to love, is Ibotta because you get cash back on the things that you were already going to buy anyways. It's like free money. And honestly, with inflation right now, I think we can all agree that something as simple as uploading the receipt when you get back home from shopping is an easy enough task when doing that means you get money back to spend and use towards something fun. And I've looked this up. Trust me. The average Ibotta user gets up to $120 a year in straight up cash back from shopping. Like that's a flight somewhere, a fancy steak restaurant, a really cute new top from Revolve that's kind of overpriced, but you really, really want it. And now you won't feel guilty about it. And it's just so easy. And that's the thing about Ibotta. They give you real cash back. Not all those point situations that other apps do. Real money. You know, the money that is green. You put it in your bank account. We love it. PayPal, gift cards, whatever you want, but it's money, not points. Places that I use Ibotta the most is absolutely Sephora. I mean, I can't say out of Sephora, okay? But Lowe's also. Lowe's for my house stuff. I can't tell you how many light bulbs I've bought recently. And Best Buy, I just bought a frame TV, which is so amazing for my house. But it was an expensive purchase. So knowing that I'm getting cash back from using Ibotta, just amazing. So many more places. And right now, Ibotta is offering my listeners $5 just by trying Ibotta. Use the code probably when you register. Just go to the App Store, Google Play, and download the free Ibotta app and use code probably. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code probably for $5. 
all that's just, all that's being said, Taylor and I both were saying that watching Shannon go out there and perform, like the when she first walks out, which I won't spoil anything for you guys, but it is like so hyped, so lit. And Taylor said it perfectly. She's like, I felt like I was watching my child put on a play for me. And I was like, so proud of him. <laughs> I was like crying tears of like, just proud. Like, shit. I was like, in my video, I'm like, yeah, shit. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> literally like, it was like, you just crossed the finish line running your first marathon. Like, we're like, yeah. Everyone's like, relax. You're literally at city winery and relax. And I'm like, I can't, this is monumental. That really is how special it was to me. And I feel like every live show is going to feel just as special. So thanks for hyping me up queen. Yeah. You guys got to go. It's so fun and funny. And it's just like, it's just a good ass time. So everyone's got to go. Unfortunately, I agree. I, I think everyone there just had a really great time. I was going to say, unfortunately I won't be there for all of them, but um, I'm, I'm there in spirit. I was gonna. I was like, you know what? Maybe I could just add this to the budget. We're just gonna fly in Anna Grace. We're just gonna make this all happen. Everything's gonna be fine. She's gonna be there every time. Um, I love you. Thank you so much for being there. And I promise she's not lying. The show be showing. The okay, show be showing. so come to the live shows. All that to be said, the freaking live show was wonderful. Thanks to you. Thanks to everyone involved. And thanks to everyone listening because you guys have just hyped me up from day one. And I just really appreciate you. Um, but I, I do have to eventually stop plugging. So we will stop plugging the live show and we will move on to the next thing. I had some questions come in. You know, I love to ask the people what they want because this is a, we're, we're for the people here. And people were wanting to know. And I thought this, you know what? I was like, we could actually, me and Anna Grace could really dive deep on this. Fair weather friends. Mm-hmm. Like friends that are in your life <laughs> that you're just like, you know what? Maybe you, they've done something. Maybe they haven't done anything at all. And I, I feel like I've touched on this in podcasts before, but it's like, how do you navigate friendships in your life in this age and in time that we're in our lives? And how do you navigate that sometimes when the friendships just don't work out? And maybe it's even harder when there's not a real specific thing that happened. There's no like big bang, right? But you're like, what do I do? Because like, I'm just like not enjoying my time around this person. And I feel worse about myself when I'm around this person. And I know I need to get them out of my life. But like, how do I do this? And I was like, Anna Grace and I can touch on this. Okay. Yeah. I like this question. It's a good question. I feel like I could go a lot of different ways with it. And have I talked about it on this podcast before how I try to do like an ABCD friend? Have I told you this? Mm-mm. Okay. So, you never even told me this. I want to know. Bestow your wisdom upon us. She is so fucking smart and so wise. I swear. Every time you're like, have I told you about now? Let's never say anything about a box theory because God knows that was not ours <laughs> and we cannot coin that one. But like anytime. Oh my God. Me will never let it go. Um, but like, like really like. Anytime you have anything to say that's just genuinely insightful, tell it 20 times on my podcast. If you've already said it, say it again. Okay, here we go. From the top, ladies. So I, I've i probably said it on my podcast, So, I, but actually I don't know if I've gone in depth. So this, this is really the first time I could break it down for everyone. But I like to think of your friendships and the people in your life that you can categorize them like an A, B, C, D. And this is not like a hierarchy or anything like that. It's just really knowing that like, okay, people that are in my A group, they have 24 seven access to me, right? These are the people I'm gonna travel with. These are like my rider guys. Like I want them to like be at my freaking child's baptism. You know what I mean? Like that level of friend. And then B is like, we're- I want you to baptize my child. What level is that? That's A plus, I will will baptize your baby. Your your first one child okay. is named Anna Grace. I'm like, stop. <laughs> You're okay. like, stop it. No, seriously, stop it. Stop it. Okay, so then you have like your B group and that's like people who we are like really good friends with and like you go to brunch with and you text and you chit chat, but like maybe there's just not like a 24 seven access all the time. And then C You got boundaries. Is, B for yeah, boundaries. That's for, where your boundaries start. Your boundaries kind of start there. I mean, you can have boundaries of course with everyone, but like you just kind of know where people fall and then you've got like your c group which is like maybe you see them out at a party and then d group and then on from there so that way it's kind of nice in your head it's like austin actually was the one that told me this like when i first moved to florida he's like you're allowed to have all different types of friends like you can have a friend that you just go to a workout with because when i was trying to make friends i was like this is a lot of pressure but he's like you're only trying to find a group friends right now you don't need like you have your a groups and you can add if you want to but you could also have a C group friend that's just a workout buddy. That's just getting you out of the house. And it's getting so you- true. 
It's so true. And it's like, it's like, like he's saying and you're saying, and of course here I am interrupting you, but it's like, you, you really do, you put so much pressure on yourselves. And I feel like a lot of girls are like, how do I do this? Like, I don't have time for new friends. I already have friends, but like, how do I make new friends? And it's like, you, I think I'm guilty of this too. I'm like, just because you meet someone doesn't mean, and they're like, Hey, I'd love to grab a coffee. I'm immediately like, I don't have time for new friends. And it's like, okay, relax. They just wanted to get a coffee with you. Like they just wanted to be like acquaintances. Not everyone's asking to be your BFF and be there when you give childbirth. They're just literally saying, <laughs> like I'd love to get to know you and hang out with you so you're so that's such a good like reminder and again always going to apologize but still always going to do it interrupt you but like I am okay. that is such a good point to make that you put too much pressure I think all of us put a lot of pressure in our adult lives to like make friends and it's okay to have different levels and groups of friends so this is a fantastic theory keep going we are going to the Hamptons very soon me and Taylor you guys will hear me talk about it on the podcast but let me tell you something this is what I excel at and that's packing. It's packing and y'all know I'm good at it and I swear one day I'm gonna write a program on it. But what does packing start with? The blueprint of packing is gonna be your luggage and I've tried them all. I know you guys have heard me rave about bays, but I can't stop raving about them because after trying every suitcase known to man, Bays is just always going to be the one that wins, okay? And no one has anything on it. It's the best in the market. The way this luggage will solve all of your problems is insane. Beginning with my personal favorite aspect, the overweight indicator, because I am not trying to have all my luggage and personal belongings spread out at the Delta counter because I was a pound and a half over and I'm just slinging thongs around trying to get this into a different bag, okay? No more of that because they've got this little indicator on the side of the bag that when you lift it up, if it is over 50 pounds, this little red dot pops up. It's just amazing. It's genius they thought of everything okay and there's also this like stress ball squishy cushion situation on the underside of the handle for comfort when you pull it glides like a dream baby we love it because sometimes you'd be running to the airport and you really need your stuff to roll right I have two of their weekender bags, which are amazing. They like slide right on top of your suitcases and they're iconic because they have so many different zippers. But my favorite one is this genius underneath zipper compartment for all your shoes to save space. They've literally thought of everything and functionality aside, the owner of base, which is Shay Mitchell. She is about the most fabulous and fashionable gal there is. You already know base luggage is chef's kiss on the aesthetic side of things and it looks so chic and so trendy which is always going to be the vibe when we're traveling you know i just will simply never use anything but base luggage and they also just came out with so many cool bright colors in addition to all their neutral colors they have i could talk about them for hours but let's get to the discount okay right now base is offering our listeners 15 percent off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com probably go to basetravel.com probably for 15 percent off your first purchase that's b-e-i-s travel.com probably Love it. Okay, great. And, and you're not interrupting me. I know there's a little bit of lag on FaceTime call right now, you guys, so it's not Shannon's fault. Okay. <laughs> um, sorry. No, it is my fault. I am always interrupting, but there is a little bit of a lag. So sorry if you hear that because we're on FaceTime. Yeah. And that's how it was. It was like, I realized when I moved to New City, I was putting so much pressure because I, I had all these A group friends in Nashville. And Austin's like, you don't have to have immediately best friends. You could have a C group that you just meet up with for a workout class once a week and it's like happy and fun. So th that was like a, a kind of a light bulb moment for me of kind of creating these tiers. And like I said, the tiers are not for you to like rank people or share with them. This is just for you to know where your boundaries lie. <laughs> not the MySpace top eight. You're like, yeah. so you're a C this week. <laughs> <laughs> I know for real. I'm like, it's, it almost sounds like I, I need to come up with maybe better, like one, two, three. I don't know. Either way, there's still like a number or a letter, a better way to It's like say your it. inner circle and your outer circle. I yeah, mean, it just is. It's like, it's, it's your rings, the rings around you. Well, so that, yeah. that kind of being said, once you can determine who these people are, and that really gives you kind of the power to decide how much access and energy you're going to give them. And that's where I think a lot of people get upside down is because maybe there's like someone that's like a C group that you see out on the party that suddenly like wants all this access to you and you're like, ah, oh, I can't, you know, whatever. And that's where right. it's gotten And that is what's jarring. Yeah, that, that's kind of where it's gotten hinky. And this is really where I have gone wrong in the past, which I'm going to share this example. So maybe it will help someone else and how I was able to reconcile it. But, I, and I told Shannon this last week, there was a situation that came up and I was like, oh, I really don't want to respond to this text message. And I called Shannon in the room and I was like, Shannon, I know you don't even know what's going on in this scenario, but I'm trying <laughs> to do this thing where I am so honest with people and telling them the truth, even if I'm like, oh, I don't want to tell them that like, I just... I don't have time for this right now in my life. Like, uh, but it's like, you have to, because it's then I, I am a ghoster. You guys know this. I am a knife, kill them off in your head, 
butcher knife axe murderer. I told Shannon before we got on the FaceTime. Anna Grace is recovering. <laughs> I'm a recovering axe murderer. Okay. I am in recovery. She said that and I keep forgetting. I was like, she's like, you know me, I'm rec- recovering axe murderer. And because Anna Grace, I truly do believe has lived not only 1000 lives, but also just like anything she tells me, if she told me she really did murder someone, I'd be like, that's okay. That's fine. We'll figure it out. It's okay. What do you need me to do? I- I'll help you, whatever you need. And so like for a second, I forgot because you guys remember if you listen to the podcast forever, if you guys are OGs, Anna Grace used to be like, yeah, unfortunately I have to kill you. So unfortunately we are going to have to knife you out because when Anna Grace is done with someone and like cut someone off there was at a time and again she's recovering but there was a time in her life where she was like I'd be like oh what so and so and you would like list something they did which totally did cross a boundary and it was very validated but I'd be like oh so like what'd you say don't want you to do you'd be like oh nothing I just literally will never speak to them again and block them and, and re- like <laughs> they're ex- they don't exist to me and I literally feel like they're off the face of the planet and I'm like oh that's crazy they live three doors down from you and you're like yeah no they don't they don't they're dead they're dead she and knows. I'm like, what? You were so, you were crazy. Like you were so good at it. I'm like, wow, you really can't just cut people off. But you're right. You're recovering. You, you got into, I'll let you tell it. But you, like you got to a point in your life where you were, and me, uh, me loves a grudge. I think they're fun sometimes. And you were, <laughs> you were like, so I'm trying this new thing. And I was like, boo, no, I don't want to be healthy. But yeah, I mean, explain how you are a recovering axe murderer because you really would kill people in your head. You'd be like, they yes. don't exist anymore. Absolutely. Well, because here's the, the the thing that I had. It was that I am not, if one thing is about me, I am tried and true and I'm not going to be a fake ass bitch. I'm not going to like, someone's going to come around nope. and I'm going to like entertain them. If you have done something wrong, goodbye. Like that's it. And this started, I right. will say the first time that I killed someone, and this is <laughs> metaphorically speaking, not literally, but the first time I killed someone was in college when I walked in on my boyfriend cheating on me with my best friend. Okay. Killable. Very killable offense. Very killable offense. Oh, and also, by the way, like I was in love with this man and I'm, it gives me the ick so hard and I'm so glad it happened because I just think he would have somehow, like it broke the spell, you know, like I was under his spell and then that was like, finally I like woke up and was like, what the fuck? But everyone was like, did you go ballistic? What did you do? And I'm like, no, they're dead. They're dead. No, they don't exist. I didn't have to go to ballistic. There were no people to go to ballistic on. They don't exist. They don't, they are no longer on this planet. You're like, oh my God. And because I do actually think Anna Grace is an alien, I'm like, wait, has anyone checked in on these people? Are they still here? <laughs> Not because I think that she killed them, but because I'm like, did she somehow do some weird alien thing where she's like, Ba-doop! you're in another like atmosphere? <laughs> Like, where are they? <laughs> I send them to purgatory. They're just like frozen in the cosmos. Somewhere. Yeah, they're just frozen in the cosmos in that like same position when you walked in on them having sex. They're just like this. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm so sorry. You have to stay like that for eternity. <laughs> Forever and ever. <laughs> Literally, I'm so scary. You were faking an orgasm and you're stuck forever. <laughs> ever. And ever. And you know what? If that happened to them, they deserved it. No, they deserve I'm just, it. I'm just On God. Okay, keep I, going. Sorry. I have I have made a piece of it in my mind. Not with them, but in my oops, mind. Oops, there we go. Being unhealthy again. <laughs> Shannon's like, oops, they're frozen forever. Oops. So that was, that was when killing people came about. And that was valid. Okay. Then throughout Shannon and I's friendship at the beginning of it, people really did do some like fucked up whack shit to me. If I told it on the mic, y'all would be like, Okay, so that person, I actually would have had thrown hands. And I didn't throw hands. I just mentally puffed them. If you heard it on the mic, you would also hear me interrupting her because I wouldn't shut the fuck up about how they actually did do her wrong. And one thing about me, and I hear I am interrupting you. One thing about me is I've said this okay. before and I'll say it again and Anna Grace can attest and Taylor mm-hmm. can attest. If you fuck with me, I'm going to be pretty annoyed and I'm going to, you know, overthink it and really spiral, right? If you fuck with my people, if you fuck with them, if you fuck with them in an outlandish way, if you fuck with them in a behind the scenes way, if you fuck with them and I find out you're fucking with them, knock if you buck it's going to drive me crazy and listen i just have my birth chart read and i'm a sagittarius and i know that we are fun loving we're free we're easy we love to party we're always traveling he he i have more scorpio in my chart than sagittarius and don't fucking cross me like i will actually eat your lives if you fuck with my people so anyways that's all i have to say about that um (laughs) people that were doing the wrong thing santa grace were doing the wrong thing santa grace okay honestly though shannon it is my favorite thing about you because the loyalty that is like you and i together our friendship it's like we are like our DNA has swirled together 
loyalty. loyalty. Literally. Literally. We are like this. Loyalty, 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 loyalty. Loyalty, 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 loyalty. But it's like, it's just because you and I just, we just, oh, I just fucking get it. And I do love that about you because. Loyalty is hard to come by these days. Loyalty is hard to come by these days. And that's the thing. Like, that's how, that's the thing with the A group friends. Actually, this is another good example too. If you know somebody is, is testing you out and they're not immediately an A group friend and have that loyalty, that's where I always tell people like, you don't have to go to coffee with someone and tell them all your deepest, darkest secrets, you know, like kind of like wait it no, out. Hey, hey, actually don't do that. Like yeah. that, do less of that. Yeah. Yeah. We, no, nobody wants that. But sometimes people do that because they, they get confused because that's how they treat your A group friends. And then they treat you like that. And then you're like too much. You know what I mean? Anyways, too I'm much. Just, but everyone tells you everything because they feel so comfortable around you. They literally are like, oh, my God, we're standing beside each other in the supermarket. I should tell you about that time my uncle cheated on my aunt. And it really did, like disheveled our family for a while. You're like, what? <laughs> you dropped a tomato. I know. And, and, then, and then honestly, I get kind of invested. And then I'm upset about it. And I'm like, why am I invested in this situation? I don't even know you. <laughs> Ma'am. Okay, but I'm, I'm sorry that I... You're like, ma'am. I did interrupt you, though, but you were saying in, when you first moved to Nashville, you were killing people off. You were you were exiting them oh, out, and yes. you decided to get better about it. Yes. Okay, well, so then, obviously, this was, like, more of, like, post-27. I feel like you kind of mature in, like, phases in your 20s. So post-27, I started being like, okay, this is getting kind of awkward because I would still have to, like, interact with people, and even though they had maybe done something wrong... I still was just like, I don't want to, I don't want to have a conversation about it because like, you're never going to really have like full access to me again. You know what I mean? Like I got really, but then I also don't love ghosting people either. Well, here's the thing that would, would always happen to Anna Grace. It didn't happen to me as much, but people would, and I guess I also didn't ghost people as hard as you would, but I think that you started to feel bad too, because you started getting messages from people that were like, not, not like this happened all the time, but like, you were like, how do I respond when I get a message that's from someone that's like, Hey, so what did I do? And, and yeah, like post or sorry, pre 27 integrates would be like, I, they don't exist anymore. They literally are not on this planet earth. So I don't have to respond to them. Cause I don't know how they have a cell phone because they're not here. But like this, this like mature post 27 Anna Grace was like, so they're being very open and honest with me about their feelings. They're not attacking me. They're not being like, Ooh, like what did I even do? Like shut the fuck up, bitch. They're just be genuinely coming to me being like, Hey, what did I do? And you can, you can take it away from here. But I think what you kind of explained to me was just that you started to empathize, empathize. Yeah. Empathize. Empath. What? Empathize. Em empathy and empathize. Yeah. You, you started to empathize. Yeah, I think that's right. You started to empathize with the, you know, when you say a word too many times, it just starts sounding wrong, but I think yes. it's right. You started to empathize with the fact that they are actually opening up to you and feeling a feeling and you want to give them some understanding. Yes, absolutely. And, and that's where, that's where it's, it's, that's where I became a recovering ax murderer because it was getting a little too savage and like, it was when I first started learning about boundaries and I was like, boundary, boundary, bam, bam, bam. I'm a boundary fruit ninja. Yeah. But then you're like, <laughs> but then you're like, okay, maybe that's like a little too much. And I think that kind of happens with everyone once they start to realize like, okay, I've got to prioritize my time and energy. And like, everyone kind of goes through this, but then, and same with dating. Like, so I really, I had a situation recently ish, not really, this was like well over a year ago, but it was a situation that I didn't love how I handled it because they were kind of like, what did I do? And I kind of was just like, I tried to give a situation and we kind of just agreed to disagree and I kind of just left it. And then basically I had an epiphany like months later and I was like, you know what? I really, that person really deserved a, a more straightforward answer. And that was on me not being, like just not wanting to be confrontational. And I just really wrote back and was like, hey, right. you, you know what? I am so sorry. I should have let you know in that moment that you crossed some boundaries with me and I didn't tell you that. And I apologize because you deserve to know that information. And, you know, I just hope you can forgive me for that lack of information on my part. And, you know, I hope you're well and um, just know I'm, you know, I, I, I basically like, I don't think poorly of you and I don't want any ill will towards you at all. And that was kind of how I left it. And yeah. she wrote back and was like, really very kind too and so that's the thing that i've realized yeah. now is that you can just let someone know like hey you know you you crossed a boundary with me and maybe you weren't aware of that boundary but it was something that was important to me and maybe i'm not gonna be able to invest as much time and energy into this relationship going forward i mean that sounds harsh but right. at least they know can't stop saying it. This is a finance podcast. All right. And I know if you're listening to this, you are in one or two categories because at 
any time in our lives, I know we have been the person who needs help financially or who's maybe helping out someone else financially. Take it from the gal who was illegally renting out her apartment at one point in her life just so that I could afford to rent that said apartment throughout the month. Okay, I get it. Listen, I've been there where the paycheck is almost here, but in the meantime, you need another option. Never forget the one time I got a boot on my car and it was $350 to get off. In that moment, I could have really used Dave, which is a mobile banking app and their extra cash option that they have. I, out of everyone, know how intimidating finances can be, but Dave makes it easier with interest-free extra cash advance, fee free, okay? Goal tracking and easy ways to find a side hustle to make more money. Listen, I was a queen of side hustles. Remember when I learned on YouTube how to install hair extensions and I was doing them in my living room? You guys, what haven't I done? I'm pretty sure that was also illegal, but whatever. I wish I had Dave back then. Dave is the banking app that's leveling the financial playing field. When you download Dave, you could get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. It's part of Dave's extra cash account. Advance money you need with no interest and then settle up later. So whether you need to get groceries, fill up your tank, or just catch up on some bills without having to wait for your next paycheck, Dave is your answer. You can even build up your credit when you settle up on time, okay? It's amazing. It was also so hard for me to build my credit before I bought my house, so trust me when I say good credit matters. Download Dave today at dave.com slash probably. That's dave.com slash probably. And you get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. Just download the Dave app now or go to dave.com slash probably. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Eligibility criteria and instant transfer fees applies. Banking services provided by Evolve member FDIC. Yeah, and I will say this, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, how could I possibly do that? That It is harder on the front end. It is like... I talk about a friendship I had a lot and, you know, honestly, as I get older and mature, more mature, I'm like, I, I feel like everyone listens to podcasts. I'm like, now you're talking about, and I'm like, I, I've gotten older and I'm like, I don't wish her any ill will. I, and I, it was really hard in the moment to not come across as like mean and be like, I don't want to be friends with you anymore because of this, 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 this. And you list it out, but it is, if you need to take a beat, and I think you would agree with this, Anna Grace, if someone's messaging you and is like, you know, what did I do? What did I do? It's not also the worst thing in the world to take a beat and say like, Hey, and that's such a corporate word. Can we just like take a beat, but like to just like take a moment to just kind of like remove yourself from it. And even if you just tell them like, Hey, like I promise I'll come back to you. I'll text you back right now. I just need to like chill for a second and just like, you know, just figure some things out and I'll come back because like Anna Grace said, a couple months went by and she was like, man, you sent a text where you were apologizing. You were like, I'm sorry. I didn't tell you sooner, but like, I just needed to kind of wrap my own head around it. There's nothing wrong with that. I kind of wish at the, that I would have approached that it that way with my friendship that didn't end well either. And I think in life, like there's just so many moments where you just need time, time. Like we said, time is a bitch, but she's also homie and she's looking out for you. And like time really does heal all. I know it's a cliche, but it's cliche for a reason because time looks out for you in that regard. And it just does. And it, it, it's sometimes you just realize like it's all, it's all good. If I ran into that girl today, I would actually have zero ill will towards her at all. I would be like, how are you? How's life? Like, I would just be fine with it because you get to a point in your life where you're just like, I don't want to feel any negative energy towards people. It just like, it sucks it away from me. Oh, 100%. And I, I love that response. That's so perfect. If you're not in a position where you want to say, hey, you know, you crossed a boundary with me or the situation was just not handled appropriately or I didn't like how I felt in the situation, whatever. If you don't feel comfortable saying that, I love just being like, hey, I'm acknowledging you. Everyone just wants to be acknowledged. I'm going to acknowledge you and say, hey, I see your message. I see that you're asking what you did. Like, we're going to take a beat. I love Shannon's approach on that. Like, take a beat. And let me just gather my thoughts on this and then get back with you. I just didn't want to leave you, you know, hanging. And then maybe once you've had a little moment to like process and, and the emotional tonality is is not so like exacerbated, then you can think clearly. Because it's like at the end of the day, looking back on even the person that I messaged about the boundaries, it's like I had fond memories with them, like up until the end, you know, it wasn't like, you know, it right. wasn't like, it wasn't like it was like a terrible thing and like all this stuff. It's like, oh, and I look back and I'm like, right. oh, I wish I had just been more direct or more honest and maybe it wouldn't have gotten right and i i feel the same way i have way more positive memories of the friend i'm not friends with anymore i have so many more i have way 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 of me i'm like if you're listening she's definitely not but like i have so many more positive memories with her than negative like that is always going to be the case it's just like a relationship it's why it's so hard to break up with someone because you're like like let's just say like the guy in in college that cheated on you i bet god i can't even believe i'm saying this but i bet you have more positive memories with that guy than you do 
the really terrible negative ones. It doesn't mean that the negative ones, because I cannot express this enough, you cannot put them in a bucket and like the positive outweighs the bad. No, if the bad ones are bad, you have got to fucking leave a situation, a relationship, a friendship, whatever. It's not worth it to put up with the really bad moment just because you have a lot more good ones. It's still not worth it. And I can't stress that enough. But but really, truly, like it's why it's so hard in friendships and relationships, because there is always going to be so many good moments that you can cling on to. So it's nice when enough time has passed that both of you are in like you said the tonality of it all and like you're in this healing phase where you're just like I don't care about it as much how many times have you thought about a fight you've been in and someone's like what'd y'all fight about and you're like you know what I can't even remember what the fight is about now because like it actually doesn't hold that much weight in your life anymore like you zoomed out and you're like I don't even remember oh I know it it, and like you said time heals all and and I really have had so many I think that's too just like getting older and realizing like I saw, you know, someone the other day, like in the situation, started a new business endeavor, started a new podcast, all the things. And I genuinely was like, pop off queen. Like, I am so excited for you. Like there was not an ounce of, like, I was like, that is awesome. Like, so I think that it's just, a lot of it is really just kind of giving yourself time. And and a lot of it too, is a lesson for us to, to have to face the confrontation and say the hard things that we don't want to say, but when we don't, it ends up making it so much worse. It does. I I like that you're a recovering axe murderer because everyone is happier and healthier because of it when you're just honest and upfront. And, you know, there's been a situation recently where I'm like, again, you know me. I'm like, you know me. It's not personally happening to me, but when it happens to any of my people and I know someone's like, you know, like it's like the the 2023 version of subtweeting is just like like posting things on Instagram or like saying things on social media or whatever that are just like so obviously about someone that I'm like, oh you're driving me crazy we all know you're talking about someone and it's not me it's just like someone in my life and it just like makes me want to go irate but then I don't because I'm like listen okay Shannon one do not give that your energy two like these people are it's such a small-minded thing to do to just like do that like to not just directly come to someone and be like yo listen here's the thing I know we drifted apart but xyz xyz like I just would so much rather that approach because they're not taking that approach. I realized and you and I had this conversation. It's actually what we were talking about before we got on the podcast. And then we were just FaceTiming and Anna Grace is like, should we start the podcast and talk about this? I'm like, oh yeah, duh. We should, let's start the podcast. Sorry. But it's one of those things where I'm like, you know what? And Anna Grace was saying it too. It's like, I truly believe, and I'm getting to this age where I'm like almost scared of like cosmic energy. Like I'm like, no, 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 no. I start to have this like negative thought where I'm like, you know what? And f- Cause I, like I said, I have this, this, peace inside of me and my chemical makeup where I'm just like so I get so irate at people who are mean to my people like you can be mean to me be mean to me but do not fuck with my people and I felt that way this morning and I was like you know what I'm so scared of the energy that I'm putting into the universe right now because I truly believe that that age-old saying that's like I'm rubber you're glue whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you I'm like no 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 no. if I put in bad energy out it is not going to affect them at all it's literally going to come back and stick to me I don't want to wish them ill will and I only just my brain thought of this because you said like the person you were talking about started a bunch of new endeavors and you were like wow I'm so happy for like pop off queen I'm like I need to have that energy where I'm like if you have positive things to say about us that's fantastic if you don't then like I'm rubber you're glue whatever you say bounces the fuck off of me and all that negative energy that you're spitting into the world be via sub ways like sub tweets sub podcast sub whatever like that sticks to you that sticks to you not not me so like I just I don't know I I'm so scared of putting any negative energy out there because I truly do believe and call it you know uh superstitious call it like energetically aware I don't know what you want to call it but I'm just like I'm not trying to put any negative energy out there because I truly believe it solely benefits the person that you're putting negative I swear I'm as successful as I am because people are like out you're talking shit. I'm like, keep talking shit. I'm like sucking the energy up like hocus pocus. I'm like, I'm only getting better because of it. I just really feel like it's all bouncing back and sticking to you. So like, I just genuinely like, I don't want to put it out there. Like I feel a negative thought. I'm like, bitch, go to work, go get busy, go be better, go fucking grow a garden, go do something, go do anything, but sit here and stew on someone else's negative thoughts. It's like not my bag. Like I do not want to do it anymore. I just want to like be happy and I'm not a fucking robot. Of course, I'm still going to be mad and angry. I woke up this morning like annoyed and then I was like, no, 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 I'm not going to be annoyed. I'm going to get to work. I'm going to go do something else with my life, but be annoyed. That's so stupid. You guys have heard me talk about it before and I'm not going to stop talking about it. Noom. 
I've raved about it. Let's break it down. It all starts with food or more so eating. And listen, I love to eat, but I know that everyone's relationship with eating can look really different. Some people eating can be an emotional experience and that can be good emotions, bad emotions. Maybe you turn towards eating for high in your life. Maybe you turn towards eating for low in your life. I'm honestly both, but here's the thing. Everyone is different. So when it comes to managing your weight, it makes sense that Noom has taken a really personalized psychology-based approach, right? So Noom is really upping the game in a really positive way in regards to weight management. Because listen, a lot of these weight programs out here are focusing on what you eat. And Noom is using science to help you understand why you eat. And those are two very different things. I feel like it's really important to understand the difference. Which Noom is doing with their psychology-based approach that helps you build better habits and better behaviors that are easier to maintain. Easier because these habits are becoming a part of your day-to-day life. Because that's what we should be focusing on. Not these short-term easy fixes, but truly building habits that will last a lifetime. James is obviously in the health and fitness world, and he is always telling me that it's the habits that you build that produce the real results, the things that you're doing every day, the small things that lead to the big results. And when you're just trying to change a number on the scale and not trying to change your mentality overall, that is not the way to do it. So Noom is super personalized as well. You got coaches there helping you every step of the way, and they're humans, not robots. The best part, you get to decide how Noom fits into your life. So it's really great for anyone out there who thinks they're too busy, maybe moms, teachers, etc. I mean, we all know that life just gets in the way. And I promise they make this nice and easy for you guys. They break down your eating choices. They help you better understand why you might be having certain cravings. And also the steps they give you are going to be ones that you can apply and put into practice on day one. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com and sign up for your trial today. Well, if you think about it too, literally, like it's that whole thing when you're holding ill will towards someone or like think about when somebody does something like pisses you off and it's like, you're like, oh my God, I can't even fucking sleep. And you're like in the shower, having shower arguments with like what you would say to this person, all the things. Yeah. Meanwhile, this person's out freaking like riding a sea dew on, on the ocean. Like think of how much you're disrupting <laughs> literally. your life and they're just like living because sometimes that person could be completely unaware so it's like when you're holding that amount of negative energy towards someone bitch you're holding it in your body and then you're becoming like an energetic match for more bad shit so it's like that's why it's like just let it go let it go let it go let it go like it's it's, so true and like Anna, anna grace is so right like you're holding the energetic like negative energy and then you're attracting negative energy and then all of a sudden you're like why is my life so shit and you're like because bitch you thought that negative thought you let it fester inside of you it became negative energy and then all of the negative shit around you was attracted to you and you're like why is my life crumbling and you're like because bitch you go ride the sea do you go be the bitch free as it open with your titties out buoyant in the sea like you go do that like me I'm like Shannon like you live in a house with the love of your life and you're having live shows and you're having so much fun why are you sitting in your bedroom being like I can't believe they said that like no it's also they didn't even say it about you they said it about someone else like why are you letting this affect you and you have to like i have to have these come to jesus moments with myself where i'm like no no no. this does not get to live rent free in my mind Mm -hmm. there are so many times where i know the feeling where i'm like he he ha ha i live rent free in their mind i don't want someone to have that on me I don't want someone else to to be like, I live rent-free in her mind. No, you don't get to. You got to pay the mortgage around here, okay? You got to pay the mortgage, pay up. And so we ain't doing that. So we ain't doing that. So you're right. That is such a good point. You create negative energy and you just, you're going to start attracting it. And then your life is just going to be negative. Well, at the end of the day, I said this to Austin the other day and he was like, I've literally never heard that my whole entire life. I was like, you know, every relationship is a mirror. It's like a, a place for us to like really like take a look. That's why, like, I believe in karma. Like, everything is really some reflection of some personality trait of us. Like, everybody that we come in contact with, he's like, I never heard that my whole life. Maybe this will land for somebody listening. But essentially, if you wish ill on someone else, you're wishing ill upon yourself. That's how it works. Which is because you're like... Wait, I want you to dive deeper because I'm with Austin. I'm like, wait, I haven't really heard this. Will you tell me? Yeah. So, basically... Will you tell us? <laughs> yes, I'll tell you guys. So, basically, every person that comes into our life is a mirror for us. Every close relationship. And it's it's what it's saying it's it's a bit of a complex energetic but it is like the laws of physics this isn't really that woo woo it's just like it's kind of how like if someone comes into your life and they are absolutely getting on their your nerves like they are driving you crazy blah 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 you can't stand them they are showing you that there is something in them that's really bothering you that's something in you that you have not healed does that make sense because if not yes. you you wouldn't be bothered by it but it's triggering you because right. they're showing you this behavior. And you're like, oh, I hate when they do that. It's like, oh, well, you don't like when you do that. Does that make sense? 
Right. Yeah, yeah, it does. And so maybe I should look into something else that 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 thing that happened today. I'm like, why did that bother me? But it's so true. And it's like one of those moments where you realize, wow, that's me. I'm having an epiphany mid podcast. I'm like, wow, good point. But it's when it's like you said, when you're like you're triggered, it's it's um, you know, when someone posts something and maybe it's not about you and you're like, is that about me? What's the TikTok? Is this fucking play about us? But you're like, <laughs> if you're triggered by it, it's like that thing where it's like if the shoe fits, if the shoe fits fits the situation I was talking about today like I knew the person was talking about this person but it, it's like it's one of those things where you're like I know you're triggered by it because you know they're talking about it so it's like if the shoe fits so it's triggering because yeah you see it in you in some way shape or form and it's something that you don't like about yourself or you don't want to accept and, and it's not always like that negative or that level that's kind of like a very surface level example that I gave because it could also work the opposite way like when someone comes into your life and you're like oh my god I love this person I'm obsessed with them like they're so funny well it's because you love that's like your favorite quality about yourself does that make sense so it's like a lot of times it's yeah, why yeah. they say like energy attracts like energy because the, the things about people that we love are also something that we love about ourselves. the things about people that we absolutely right. cannot stand on some level and some of you guys might be like no 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 absolutely no 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 but it's on some subconscious level it's a part of ourself that we don't like and we don't want to accept and we don't like when this person does it because it reminds us of it well, also, it could be something, for instance, like a situation literally today I'm thinking about, like it triggered me so bad. I'm like, I know you're talking about this person. It makes me so angry. And it maybe triggered me because that was a part of myself I didn't like that I healed. So like we should also reference that if you don't like something someone's doing, it doesn't mean that you have that inside of you. It just means that maybe you already worked through that in your life and you hated that part about yourself. So you got better about it and you worked through it. And then you were like, okay, I'm healed from this. I now find this very triggering when someone else exudes this person. Like, I do not like this anymore because I'm healed from this and I don't like it about my used to be like this and I don't like that. Right. Or, or on some level, you're like, I don't I don't align with this anymore. So it's not something, mm -hmm. you know, it could be like behavior that you don't want to accept or whatever, like that someone's doing to you. You're like, no, 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 I've, I'm, I'm evolving past this. So that's a no for me. <laughs> and, and it is. It's, right. it's, it's, it's going to be a no for me. It is a tricky concept, but essentially the, it, everyone in our life that comes into our life is going to reflect something back to us, something for us to learn about ourselves. because every single relationship or every, every single failed friendship or friend breakup or whatever, they were there to teach you a lesson. Like that's, that's the purpose is that every single person teaches you a lesson, whether it's positive or negative. Absolutely. So, so it's not all, that's why I'm like every single person that's come into my life it's not all negative, even if it was a failed relationship on some level, I needed to learn how to be the bigger person and how to like maybe express my boundaries more on the front end or be able to be confrontational in a peaceful manner. You know, like there's so many things that you could go right. into. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like the friendship that ended with me, it was the first time in my literal people pleaser life that I ever sent so much text messages. I was like, I just don't think I can surround my, like, I just can't be like, I can't be friends with you. I can't surround myself with someone that makes me feel this way. And like, I remember being like, I can't believe I just said that. Like, I can't believe I just said that. And now I feel so much more comfortable saying that to someone because I've done it. And like, she taught me, you know, I'm sure she didn't love that, but like, she taught me that I could, I could do that, that I have the strength to do that. Yes. And also you just made me have this huge, you just made me have this huge epiphany. And I like need to, I really need to like look further into this, but I just realized, I don't think my sister even listens to my podcast. So it's fine. A lot of my like, best friends don't because they'd be like I'm just listening to the conversation we already had on FaceTime today but I I just realized I cannot stand when my sister interrupts me I know you guys back home are laughing but like I, I'll we'll be on the phone and I'll be like oh my god I literally can't get it get a word in edgewise like who talks when it feels like we're on a constant lagging fucking FaceTime podcast where I'm like who's talking who's and I just realized I'm like yes Shannon it bothers you because it is a literal mirror and another thing that I do is I always like make fun of things that are actually just genuinely probably like not good things and I'm like hee hee that's funny right because I always joke about interrupting people but like I really should probably like work on it actually really and not just say like hee hee I'm working on it but I'm like actually you should really fucking work on it but I'm like huh I would probably have said before like one thing about my sister that bitch is always gonna interrupt me and then I'm like oh it's because you are also doing that Shannon cut from the same cloth obviously the Ford girls we just can't stop it but yeah wow that really just made me had an epiphany where I'm like yeah it bothers you because it's something you don't like about yourself yeah, hmm. well, and, and, and in a way, food for thought. Food for thought. In a way, though, it does allow you to be a bit more compassionate for people, too, when you start to realize, like, on yeah. some level, we are all energetically, I know I'm going Bill Nye the science guy on you guys, but we are all. I love it. 
we're all coming from the same energy makeup. That's why I'm like me, an alien, but I am human. So like we literally, all- <laughs> she is such a fucking liar. I know you're lying, bitch. We all know you're an alien. You're so crazy. I'm so thankful that you like aren't like zooming me up to the sky and you've decided I'm can be one of your little human friends in this little <laughs> lifetime. But like you are such a fucking alien. <laughs> Honestly, I am. I am. I, I mean, listen, I could go down the, uh, the rabbit hole on starseed energy, but I do feel like I will. I'm like pixie dust. You know what I mean? I'm just like a little sprinkle of pixie dust from the cosmos. Always, everywhere. But I do like to explain energy. But all, all that I'm saying is that we're all energetically connected. We all experience the same emotions. And on some level, every single one of us is here to teach each other something about the other person. I, I think I've already said that and I, I kind of lost my train of thought, but we're all connected and energy is real and I'm also an alien. So, boom. And she's an alien. And you guys, I'm sorry. I swear half the time it's I'm interrupting her and the other half of the time it's really hard to do remote podcasts. So I'm just going to buy a house in Florida and we're just going to do these in person. Okay. We, okay. we just really are. I, I just really, I, I talked about you on my podcast the other day. I was like, I, Shannon and Taylor have inspired me. I need a compound. I want like a house, a neighborhood full of all my friends. Yes, it is so fucking nice. It really is. I'm also, I can't wait for the day that I get some blinds in this house because my neighbors are probably just looking at me being like, what in the world? Also on Instagram, I keep getting people being like, I'm so confused. Do you like, do you share a backyard with your neighbor? I'm like, I'm so confused. Do you all have $1 trillion and you can all just build a giant farm in the middle of nowhere? Like we live in Franklin and Nashville. The price of land here is fucking astronomical. Everyone's like, that's crazy. I would never live that close to someone. I'm like, well, where do you live? Boise, Idaho? I don't know. Like, I'm sure the prices of land are... I, I know nothing about Boise, Idaho. Sorry, I may, might be really expensive there. But, like, I'm just like... I'm like, well, guys, we can only... I can afford what I can afford. And I got neighbors, all right? So soon I'll have blinds. Right now, they're just probably staring at me doing this podcast. They're probably like, what is she doing with that mic? But, like, no, I, I think living next to your friends is just, like, the best thing ever. And not to go back to the energetic, like, force feel. But I'm like, living close to you would just be like... I swear I would turn into, like, a monk or a shaman. I would just just be like I'm so smart I am so smart us smart you really would I do feel us like li- living close to the beach too I just I feel very healthy being close to the ocean I'm grounded I'm meditating I need a compound I would bitch you look you look healthy you look hot healthy booked and busy baby I'm trying to I'll have what she's having like <laughs> except for the no alcohol part I don't have to have a little bit of that but like <laughs> I am just You've never looked better. You never looked better. You never sounded better. Um, at this point, I'm not entirely sure how long this podcast has been because we're a bit choppy and we've 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 broken up a couple times. Guys, this has nothing to do with producer Courtney. She's an absolute legend. It's just when we do these remote episodes, we have to use this platform, which is usually 10 out of 10, and maybe it's just lagging on our end. But if this has been laggy at all for you guys, we apologize. I love you deeply, madly, truly. Anna Grace, I'm gonna just like you guys don't understand how lucky I am to be her best friend because I get to have these like thought provoking, like fulfilling wise conversations all the time for free like people pay for master classes of this shit if you guys do not listen to ag university she is spitting the fucking facts the truth the knowledge the just absolute wealth of being at all times go listen i love you so deeply truly madly at all times the live show would not have been what it was without you my life would not be what it is without you i'm just really really thankful for you and guys that's all we have for you today. I'm so thankful for you. I love you so much. Mwah. I love you. I'll FaceTime you for another two hours after this. Okay. okay. Yeah. Love you guys. Bye.